You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 226. We are finishing the book of Ecclesiastes. We'll hear some more wise sayings from Solomon. Lines such as, A few dead flies will make even the best perfume stink. Then he'll explain how we need to boldly face the future, to serve God while we are young, and he finishes with the problems of old age and some final words of advice. And in the book of 1 Corinthians, Paul finishes up some marriage questions. For example, if you have a fiancé, are you legally bound to marry this person, or can you walk away from the commitment? And then he takes on a bigger subject, and that is supporting the priest financially. First, he proves himself to be an apostle of Jesus and basically claims that as he carries out his mission to minister to the church and to the people, that likewise the church should support him. And he gives many examples and explanations. For example, a soldier who goes to war is supported and paid to do so. Or like a work animal who's grinding grain. Should any of that grain fall on the ground, the work animal is allowed to eat from it. So is it right to pass around the offering basket during a Sunday worship service so the money can support the minister and the staff? Or should they be all doing it for free because it's their duty? You'll have to stick around to see what Paul says on that. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry. And you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verses 13 to 18. Wisdom is still better than foolishness. I also saw a person doing a wise thing in this life. And it seemed very important to me. There was a small town with a few people in it. A great king fought against that town and put his armies all around it. There was a wise man in that town. He was poor, but he used his wisdom to save his town. After everything was finished, the people forgot about the poor man. But I still say that wisdom is better than strength. They forgot about the poor man's wisdom, and the people stopped listening to what he said. I still believe that wisdom is better. Words spoken by the wise are heard more clearly than those shouted by a leader among fools. Wisdom is better than weapons of war, but one fool can destroy much good. A few dead flies will make even the best perfume stink. In the same way, a little foolishness makes wisdom and honor go unnoticed. The thoughts of the wise lead them the right way, but the thoughts of the foolish lead them the wrong way. Fools show how foolish they are, just walking down the road. Their minds are empty and everyone knows it. Don't leave your job simply because the boss is angry with you. Remaining calm can solve big problems. Here is something else that I have seen in this life that isn't fair. It is the kind of mistake that rulers make. 
Fools are given important positions, while the rich get jobs that are not important. I have seen servants riding on horses, while rulers were walking beside them like slaves. If you dig a hole, you might fall into it. If you break down a wall, you might be bitten by a snake. If you have the job of moving large stones, you might be hurt by them. If you are splitting logs, they are a danger to you. Wisdom will make any job easier. It is hard to cut with a dull knife, but if you sharpen the knife, the job is easier. Some people might know how to handle snakes, but if they are bitten before they have control, that skill is useless. Words from the wise bring praise, but words from a fool bring destruction. Fools begin with one foolish thought, and they end up speaking complete nonsense. Fools are always talking about what they will do, but no one knows what will happen. People cannot tell what the future will bring. Work is very tiring for fools, because they don't know how to do anything right. It is very bad for a country if the king acts like a child, and it is very bad for a country if its rulers start the day with feasting. Blessings belong to a country whose king comes from a good family. Blessings belong to a country whose rulers control their eating and drinking. They eat and drink to become strong, not to become drunk. If someone is too lazy to work, their house will begin to leak and the roof will fall in. A party will bring you laughter, wine will add some cheer, and money buys whatever you want. Don't say bad things about the king. Don't even think bad things about him. And don't say bad things about rich people, even if you are alone in your home. A little bird might fly away and tell them everything you say. Do good wherever you go. After a while, the good you do will come back to you. Invest what you have in several different things. You don't know what bad things might happen on Earth. There are some things you could be sure of. If clouds are full of rain, they will pour water on the earth. If a tree falls to the south or to the north, then it will stay where it falls. But there are some things that you cannot be sure of. You must take a chance. If you wait for perfect weather, you will never plant your seeds. If you are afraid that every cloud will bring rain, you will never harvest your crops. You don't know where the wind comes from or how a baby grows in its mother womb. So how can you understand what God does? He is the one who makes everything happen. So begin planting early in the morning and don't stop working until evening. You don't know what might make you rich. Maybe everything you do will be successful. It is good to be alive. It is nice to see the light from the sun. You should enjoy every day of your life, no matter how long you live. But don't forget that you will die. You'll be dead much longer than you were alive. And after you are dead, you cannot do anything. So young people, enjoy yourselves while you are young. Be happy. Do whatever your heart leads you to do. Do whatever you want. But don't forget that God will judge you for everything you do. Don't let your anger control you. And don't let your body lead you to sin. People do foolish things in the dawn of life, 
while they are young. Remember your creator while you are young. Before the bad times come, before the years come when you say, I take no pleasure in life anymore. That's when the sun and the moon and the stars will grow dim. It will seem like every day is dark with rain clouds. At that time, your arms will lose their strength. Your legs will become weak and bent. Your teeth will fall out, and you will not be able to chew your food. Your eyes will not see clearly. Your ears will not be able to hear the noise in the streets. Even the stone grinding your grain will seem quiet to you. You will not be able to hear the women singing, but even the chirping of a bird will be enough to wake you. You will be afraid of high places. You will be afraid of tripping over anything in your path. Your hair will become white like the flowers on an almond tree. You will drag yourself along like a grasshopper when you walk. You will lose your desire, and then you will go to your eternal home. The mourners will gather in the streets as they carry your body to the grave. Remember your creator while you are young, before the silver cord snaps and the golden bowl is crushed like a jar broken at the well, or a stone cover on a well that breaks and falls in. Your body came from the earth, and when you die, it will return to the earth. But your spirit came from God, and when you die, it will return to him. Everything is so meaningless. The teacher says that it is all a waste of time. The teacher is very wise. He used his wisdom to teach the people. He very carefully studied and arranged many wise teachings. The teacher tried very hard to find the right words, and he wrote the teachings that are true and dependable. Words from the wise are like sharp goads. When these sayings are written down and saved, they can be used to guide people, just as a shepherd uses a sharp stick to make his sheep go the right way. So, son, study these sayings, but be careful about other teachings. People are always writing books, and too much study will make you very tired. Now, the main point of all that you have heard is this. The most important thing a person can do is to respect God and obey his commands because God knows everything that people do, even the secrets. He knows about all the good and all the bad. He will judge people for everything they do. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 1 through 18. Brights that Paul has not used. You know that I am a free man. You know that I am an apostle, that I have seen Jesus our Lord. You can see what I have done for the Lord by looking at yourselves. Others may not accept me as an apostle, but surely you do. You are proof that I am an apostle of the Lord. Some people want to judge me, so this is the answer I give them. We have the right to eat and drink, don't we? We have the right to bring a believing wife with us when we travel, don't we? The other apostles and the Lord's brothers and Peter all do this. And are Barnabas and I the only ones who must work to earn our living? No soldier ever serves in the army 
and pays his own salary. No one ever plants a vineyard without eating some of the grapes himself. No one takes care of a flock of sheep without drinking some of the milk. But I have more than these examples from everyday life. To prove my point, God's law says the same thing. Yes, it is written in the law of Moses, when a work animal is being used to separate grain, don't keep it from eating the grain. When God said this, was he thinking only about work animals? No. He was really talking about us. Yes, that was written for us. The one who plows and the one who separates the grain should both expect to get some of the grain for their work. We planted spiritual seed among you, so we should be able to harvest from you some things for this life. Surely that is not asking too much. Others have this right to get things from you, so surely we have this right too. But we don't use this right. No, we endure everything ourselves so that we will not stop anyone from obeying the good news of Christ. Surely you know that those who work at the temple get their food from the temple, and those who serve at the altar get part of what is offered at the altar. It is the same with those who have the work of telling the good news. The Lord has commanded that those who tell the good news should get their living from this work. But I have not used any of these rights, and I am not trying to get anything from you. That is not my purpose for writing this. I'd rather die than to have someone take away what, for me, is a great source of pride. It's not my work of telling the good news that gives me any reason to boast. That is my duty, something I must do. If I don't tell people the good news, I am in real trouble. If I did it because it was my own choice, I would deserve to be paid. But I have no choice. I must tell the good news, so I am only doing the duty that was given to me. So what do I get for doing it? My reward is that when I tell people the good news, I can offer it to them for free and not use the rights that come with doing this work. Psalm chapter 96. Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole world sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord and praise his name. Tell the good news every day about how he saves us. Tell all the nations how wonderful he is. Tell people everywhere about the amazing things he does. The Lord is great and most worthy of praise. He is more awesome than all the gods. All the gods and other nations are nothing but statues. But the Lord made the heavens. Glory and honor surround him. His temple is a place of power and beauty. Praise the Lord. All people of every nation, praise the Lord's glory and power. Give the Lord praise worthy of his glory. Come, bring your offerings into his courtyard. Worship the Lord in all his holy beauty. All the earth should tremble before him. Tell the nations that the Lord is king. The world stands firm and cannot be moved. He will judge all people fairly. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be happy. Let the sea and everything in it shout for joy. 
Let the fields and everything in them be happy. Let the trees in the forest sing for joy when they see the Lord who is coming. He is coming to judge all people on earth. He will judge the world with his justice, always faithful to decide what is fair for everyone. Thank you, everyone. That was day 226. Join us for day 227. We will continue the book of 2 Chronicles. If you remember, we started the book of 2 Chronicles on day 222, but then we took a break so we can do Ecclesiastes. This was so we can keep Solomon all in one tight story. Now we're going to continue the narrative of the history of God's people. As we pick it up in chapter 2, we hear about plans for Solomon to build the temple and the palace, the building of the temple, including all of the furniture and the holy box being carried into the temple. And in the book of 1 Corinthians, Paul explains that though he is a free man, he makes himself a slave to everyone. Why? So he can see everyone saved. And he gives a brief warning from history that even though many people in the past did spiritual things, God was still not pleased with them and that they were killed in the desert. But we need to learn from those examples. So we don't want the same evil things that those people wanted, such as committing sexual sin. Paul warns us not to test Christ. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.